Joining us here in studio, Brianna Root from the Drillers. They're only about a block and a half away, so she jogged over or walked. I'm not sure which. And Brianna is, uh, well, actually, what is your actual title? Uh, so I'm the marketing manager with the Drillers. Okay, right. So you're in charge of all the fun stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and I've asked this of Mike Malaga and Joe Presserin and, and Chuck, the guys who have been in that general manager's office. Every year, minor league baseball has to come up with so many different things. And some of them become staples, fireworks, things mm-hmm. like that. What's it like in the room when you guys just get together and go, let's think of something new? I mean, it's electric. We go through the craziest ideas that you can think of, whether it's, you know, dropping tennis balls from a helicopter or zip lining into the stadium. Um, you know, some of them do come to fruition and some of them I'm still working on them to get done. So what's the thing that you think, uh, you know, we'll never do, but I'm going to keep trying. Um, I think it would be really cool to land a helicopter into center field and have someone come out of that helicopter and throw a first pitch. Um, but I don't exactly know who yet. I'm still trying to pitch the idea of, you know, this would be the best person and, and get him on my side. So, uh, You know what? Uh, Folds of Honor, Major Rooney. Mm. That would be awesome. Uh, and, and he has a little experience with aircraft, and Correct. he might know where you can get a helicopter. Okay. I'll try him out. I'll try him out. Matter of fact, we might know where you can get a helicopter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be a lot of fun. I do like the idea of zip lining in. That is cool. Mm-hmm. The tennis ball drop. I mean, you know, it was it was Gronk who did the football drop down at Arizona, mm-hmm. which would be fun. You got to be careful with the baseball; you conk somebody in the head. Correct. <laughs> you don't have That's why that we use, we switch to tennis balls sometimes or Ferris wheel in the outfield. That was my idea this past season. Well, I, I did get quickly denied. I started saying, okay. "How did they look at you when you said that?" <laughs> very very crazily, and I was like, "Guys, no, you just have to see the vision." And I, I couldn't get him there yet. So. <laughs> yeah, they saw the vision and the dollars Correct. and all those kinds of things, <laughs> and probably some of the lawsuits, and said, "No, we're not going to." Uh, But the good news is there are lots of good things to do. So uh, I want to talk about your scholarship program, and I'll get to that. But I want to talk also about opening day, some of the things that are going to be planned early when it comes to promotions and such. Yeah, absolutely. We have a really full schedule for our fans, and our promo schedule is coming out soon, so I won't share too much, but be on the lookout for that, everybody. Um, But opening day is Tuesday, April 9th, and we do have fireworks that night, and it's Mm -hmm. our first time having fireworks um, on opening day. So that'll be really exciting. Our staples will be back, such as, you know, Friday night fireworks every time, Grand Slam Saturday with giveaways uh, and fireworks as well. We do have a total of 24 fireworks shows this year, most we've ever done. So 24 for 24. You know what that would mean, too? You guys probably are the biggest fireworks consumer in certainly in Tulsa and maybe in the state. Most likely. I'll have to double check on that, but I think that's really cool. I would think so. That would probably be pretty close to right. Uh, All right. So you mentioned some things will be back, and I understand you don't want to disclose everything, but we got to hear a little bit. What are some of the fun things coming back? Uh, Fun things. Um, I mean, our staples, our 918 weekend from last year, Mm -hmm. Tulsa Sound will be back, so we're super excited. Oh, yeah? Um, I think we're having noodlers back for a few days. We're fitting those in. Um, That's always really cool, and I always love getting to go noodling and to share the experiences with the fans and let them kind of know what it is. Because even though some it's here, I'm from Connecticut. So when I came here and people started talking about noodling, I was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. You thought they were about food, didn't you? Right? Correct. Something not where I'd had to go into a lake and go and noodle. Stick my my hand in a catfish's mouth. Right. Correct. One of those things. Um, So all of those fun staples are going to be back. And we have a really great lineup of giveaways that's coming too. The uh, Tulsa Sound thing was so much fun and got so much attention. Tension and the, mm-hmm. the uniforms, the hats, the jer- uh, that, that kind of stuff just goes wild. Absolutely, yeah. All right, so we're talking to Brianna Root. She's with the Tulsa Drillers. Opening day coming up, as she said, there will be fireworks in all April the 9th out there. Uh, you know, really close to leading the league again last year. 
promotions are part of that. But how much do you think is, I mean, you still have to have baseball. You still have to have a nice park. You still have to have things clean. You guys do a nice job of that. But you get a lot of people who line up early because they just want to come see the products or be a part of Marvel Day or whatever, Mm -hmm. don't you? Yes, correct. We have, you know, it was incredible uh, to see the lines that we had for some of our giveaways. And we we put a lot of effort and a lot of time into thinking what would be best for the fans. And we have a lot of games, but it still doesn't feel like enough for all we want to incorporate. (laughs) Um, So we do have to pick and choose kind of what we're doing. But like I said, we have a great lineup of things that's coming up for this year. Um, And I think that the fans will be really happy with you know, when our promo schedule gets released. Is Marble Day coming back? Yes. Oh, that's that's fun, mm-hmm. too. And I like the fact that you guys have used the stadium for other things. We know that, mm-hmm. you know, Jack White was out there. The, the opera has been out mm-hmm. there, which Symphony. I think is really cool. And I did see the new grass is green now. <laughs> yes, finally. The blankets have been working. Um, so we have the new grass that's out there, and our grounds person is very excited for how it's taken root um, and, and what's going on there. Now we abide by all the regulations needed to be since they're updating a bunch of different stadiums, right. um, and it looks really sharp out there too. That is cool. Uh, it's uh, 801 here on the Blitz 1170. I want to get into this scholarship program in a moment. Brian Arut with the Drillers here. She is the in charge of uh, marketing and, mani- and uh, all the fun stuff, basically. I'm going to call it the fun stuff directly. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would be a nice one, a card. Director of Fun Stuff. I love that. You think a D-O-F-S for short? Oh, yeah. I'm going to now call myself that around the office. The DOFs. The uh, Bryce? Yeah, I was going to ask about concessions. Are there anything new coming up when it comes to food? or Are there any staples that you really know of that people may not know about in terms of what's been really popular in past years? Yeah, that's such a great question. So our chef always cooks up a bunch of different meals every year. And um, he has some specials coming out this year. He hasn't shared with us exactly. We're going to be tasting it pretty soon. But some of the staples that we have is like the Hornsby Burger, any of our regular main concessions, um, the garlic fries and bucket of fries that we had last year. People loved being able to bring those around um and i would say our frozen drinks kind of at the uh in or the outfield and then you know right when you're behind first base we have uh, our frozen drinks and they're really cool spirally cups um yes they are alcoholic so 21 plus um but we uh they people love those and come for those a lot too that is cool and, and i know mike every year would tell me that the, the new foods because that's what we used to talk about we mm-hmm. do remotes out there and we talk about the new foods and there was a time when it was a hot dog and it was a hamburger and mm-hmm. that kind of thing and that was you know when a chicken sandwich was new that was yeah. new <laughs> nowadays we're talking about stuff we knew in the mm-hmm. chef and i know you guys the, the players have a chef too it gets really yes. creative yeah, last year we had a one-pound uh, bacon sandwich. Yes. And that was pretty awesome for yes. bacon, too. Oh, my lord. <clears throat> and then we also had a like a one-pound pork sandwich. So it was just this big pork on a <laughs> massive piece of bread on each side. And it was delicious as well. So anything Chef Chris cooks up is, is awesome. And I know he's coming out with some really great things. Do you guys, I mean, do, do they? does he get together and make these and you guys get together and, and taste them and test them? We do taste and test them. He'll bring them up if he's trying, like, a new fryer or wants to, to, you know, make sure something works. He brings it up to the office in our break room and we get to test. So next time that happens, I'll call you guys over. Oh, if you don't, <laughs> we yeah. aren't friends. Then I'm never on again. I <laughs> never, get it. Ever, I get ever it. again. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the, the state fair used to do that. They had a day for the media and I don't know if they still do. Uh, but they would invite you up, and they had all the foods. Well, I know we had one like that last year, and I'll have to talk to Mike because I don't know where your invite went. Right. So I'll have to. I'll have to. <laughs> Busted. So I'll make, I'll make sure we get you on that this I time, I think Rick. that would be great. We had a text here at 918-262-5072, and it's for you guys. It says, how about a Grateful Dead Day? The team could wear tie-dye jerseys. Everybody who went to the game would be invited to wear that. They'd call it Deadhead Day. Mm. What do you think? <laughs> I think that's interesting. I know we had uh, 
the I think it was the Day of the Dead Festival last year held at the stadium. That was mm-hmm. one of the extra events it we was. did. So that was really exciting. Um, I like that idea. I, I want to make sure we're around the time that it's respectful for the, the Day of the Dead celebration. Yes, and sometimes we're a little bit early for that in our season. So maybe that's something we could look to put into the end of well, our season. There's so. also some licensing, I'm sure, that would be involved in that if you're going <laughs> yeah. to do a really Grateful Dead Day. Mm-hmm. But I think the tie-dye would be a brilliant. Like you talk mm. about selling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I man. see so many people in tie-dye just walking around the street. So. And someone else <laughs> just said, please have another disc golf day out there, which I thought that went really well, didn't it? Yes. I do too. Um, our community relations manager does a great job with that, Taylor. Um, you know, making sure to schedule all those things. I think that's on his docket for this year as well. Um, I haven't heard specifics on when it's going to be, um, but I know the fans did love that event. All right, closing moments here with Brianna Root, Tulsa Drillers. If you have a question or a comment like that, go ahead and send it nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. That is the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. I want to talk about this scholarship program that you guys have going. I, I thought it was really neat, and it was something I wanted more parents and more you know, players to know about. Explain this. Yeah, absolutely. So the Drillers have a nonprofit, which is our Drillers Foundation, and we do a lot of different community events. We have renovated ball fields. We love to give back to the community. Um, And we started this last year with our scholarship fund. Um, So we are able to allocate a pair of high school seniors who have participated in uh, high school baseball or softball with a scholarship. Um, And it consists of a $2,000 scholarship for each individual. Um, And I think it's really great because going in high school and going into college, it was very stressful. And so to be able to have something where, you know, organizations are helping in the community is amazing. Uh, We had two inaugural winners last year from local high schools. um, And just being able to help someone in need for their family where maybe their family can't fully assist them. um, Mm -hmm. And for the drillers to be able to assist in that is really great. And it says for each individual, it's for two or four consecutive years. I mean, we're talking about Mm -hmm. this is, this is a really good deal. It's not, you know, my daughter had one when she won a contest when she was a senior and she was a national merit scholar. We were very lucky. So, you know, college was a little bit easier, but, um, she won like a thousand dollar scholarship. It was a one time thing, but still, mm-hmm. hey, it's a thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. We're talking about ongoing is really nice. How do they make sure they're involved or sign up, or what do they do? Absolutely. So you can go to our website and sign up, and throughout the year, we'll be posting on our socials to make sure that people are recurring seeing it. That they can click on the link with any of our socials and sign up as well. Um, but definitely, our website's the the main spot that we'll have it. Um, and I think it goes until March ish, March or April, um, kind of when the scholarship goes through for those graduating seniors for us to look through um, and then be able to award them and, and have them out to a game to honor Is there them. something they need to do? I mean, when they apply, do they like so, t- they write how they are? I mean, do they give you superlatives? What do they do? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a whole form that they fill out um, with, a, and it's it's a lengthy form. I mean, any scholarship I filled out was pretty lengthy too, but it's, you know, your information about your family and your history and why you would like this scholarship mm-hmm. and what you've done at school. So uh, the link takes you directly to a JOT form and you fill out that form um, with all the information. We go through the submissions. Um, and even if I would encourage people to apply, even if you think it's slightly out of your realm, um, you never know the stories that are going to hit different people exactly. when they read them. Uh, so don't be afraid to apply and take a chance on something. How did you get from Connecticut to here? <laughs> I mean, in a car, I'm assuming, but <laughs> we did drive in cars. Um, I came because of the Tulsa Drillers. I, when COVID hit, I was actually in England getting my master's and playing pro volleyball. And I had a week to decide if I wanted to stay in England or come back to the States. And I missed my family. So I wanted to come back because I didn't know how long the borders would be closed. Um, And I was working for UPS and nannying and I hated it and I needed to get back into sports. And so then I was applying all over the country and, you know, 
the Midwest was a little bit more relaxed in the Eastern Coast <laughs> at that time. So yeah. there were still things going on here. And I talked to my boyfriend at the time. And I'm like, we're going to Oklahoma. And he was like, okay. <laughs> and here I am four years later. We're engaged. We have a house. We have two cats. And uh, Tulsa is really starting to become our home, which is amazing to see. Professional volleyball in England. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a fun story about how you got over there, too. Where did you play in college? Um, I played at Post University in Waterbury, Connecticut. So it was a small D2 school. Um, I played there all four years and um, applied for many scholarships like the Drillers Foundation Scholarship Fund and was able to to get through there. And, you know, a lot of people think in sports you have to be D1, D1, D1. Um, and that's just not the case. Mm-hmm. And I think being able to educate, you know, people in sports on that is super important, too, where you can find your spot that you need to be or that you're meant to be in. Um, and it may not always be what you envisioned, uh, but that's okay because you're going to get to that end place. Were you a little bear? I was a setter. Okay. Well, I'm just going to, I just wondered, you know, because I mean, it, normally it's, uh, well, and for setters too, my daughter played some and it's guys you know, or people Bryce's size who are at the front, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I just wondered Correct. if you two played a little, little volleyball, who would I bet on? Oh, me, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the experienced one, I think. So sorry, Bryce. I mean, you might block me once, but then I would get you back. She's going to so. clean your clock. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. But <laughs> What a great story. Now, you know, in, in your position, if I say, how do you like Tulsa, you're going to say, I like it. But come on, realistically, what did you think about it when you got here, especially if you hadn't been this part of the country? Yeah, well, before I got here, I thought I was coming to some tumbleweeds mm-hmm. and some teepees, mm-hmm. some cowboys on horses riding around. Yep. That's common. Um, which at... Some points in the Midwest, you will find that. But in Tulsa, it's just such a growing environment. And even talking to the people who've been here for, you know, 15, 20 years, Mike or Justin, um, they said downtown used to be a ghost town. So I oh, love that yeah. we have been able to revitalize it with the BOK Center and One Oak Field and all of the different restaurants we have booming. Um, and again, just the culture and the experiences you can have down here, I think, are amazing. It's it's not a bad place. We, mm-hmm. We're pretty fond of it. Thank you for stopping. Again, opening day is April 9th. Many, many things out there. When will we see the list of all the fun stuff that people would like to normally see promotionally and all that, you think? It is coming very, very soon. <laughs> I know. I hold my secrets close. I hold them close, Rick. Very, very soon, though. Keep your eyes on our social. Right. Thank you for coming. I'm sure we'll catch up with you during the year and tell Mike hello. Awesome. Thank you so much. You bet. That's Brianna Root from the Tulsa Drillers talking all about opening day.